The Pasuk in Yeshayi and Perich says as follows. It says like this, Yonatan, in Yeshaya, it says, Yan, because, Vayoyim Hashem, Hashem says, Yan, because, this nation with their mouths and lips honored me. But their hearts were distanced from me. Their fear of me was by rote. Very important. It means by rote. They served me by rote. Habitually, robotically, mechanically, there was no heart. Since this nation, with their lips, they paid lip service to Hashem. But there was no heart. There was no emotional bond. There was no connection. L'chein, therefore, I'm going to punish them, Hashem says. What is the punishment to serving Hashem mechanically, robotically, without feeling? By rote, the English word rote, I think it's spelled R-O-T-E. When you serve mechanically, but there's no emotion, no connection, no bond. I'm going to increase. I'm going to punish them. Wonders upon wonders. Very, very difficult punishments. What is the difficult punishment that I'm going to punish the Jewish people for serving me by rote? They're going to lose the wisdom of their wise people. Ubinas and the deep understanding of their intelligent ones, tis tatar, I'm going to remove from them. Says Chazal Misa Sadikim, we lose Sadikim. What is the punishment for serving Hashem by rote? We lose Sadikim. That is Pasuk Yeshaya, the Navi Yeshaya, Isaiah, Perit Chavtes. The Einesh, the punishment for serving Hashem by rote, just going through the motions, but no feelings. Pivu Svas of Kibduni with their mouths, they pay lip service. Emir Hashem, Bezus Hashem, all the lip service. The Levi Rechakni many, but their hearts are distant from me. They're just serving by rote. The punishment is Misa Sadikim. I'm going to hit this nation half of a fella. Wondrous, wondrous, a double language of double wonders. What is this crazy, uh, extreme punishment? Misa Sadikim. It happens to be Rashi brings a Chazal. Chazal tell us that the Beis Hamikdash, it says, Losing our Beis Hamikdash is one time a Pella, is an extreme. Pella means a wonder. When you say it's a Pella, when somebody does something amazing, you say, what a Pella, what a wonder. So losing the Beis Hamikdash is a Pella, is an overwhelming Einesh. Misa Sadikim, it says, half of a fella, a double language of wonder of wonders. The Gemara says, Kasha Shalukin Shalchachme Yisrael. It is more difficult the loss of tzaddikim kiflayim kechorvim beis hamigdash is double the loss of the beis hamigdash. Losing tzaddikim is double the loss of the beis hamigdash. Can all imagine the loss to the beis hamigdash? Tzaddikim is kiflayim is double. Where did Chazal get that from? 
Because by the Chorim Beis Amigdash it says, Hashem will make your wounds a pella. And by the loss of Tzadikim it says, Half of a fella, double language. It is difficult. The loss of Jewish leaders is keflayim, is double than the loss of the Beis Hamikdash. I want to talk about Tzadikim for a few minutes, and I want to ask, what is Pshat in this Pasuk? Why is the Einish, the punishment for serving Hashem by rote, that we lose Tzadikim? What is going on here? I would say, give us more tzaddikim. What is happening that we lose, we serve Hashem by rote, we lose tzaddikim? What is this punishment? I would say, Hashem, remember, loves us and wants our benefit. What are you taking tzaddikim? Wouldn't you think if we're all serving Hashem robotically, we need more tzaddikim? What is this that we lose tzaddikim when we serve Hashem by rote? In a lot of ways, what I'm asking you is the question of Reb Dessler. Reb Dessler, who wrote what Sefer, what famous, more recent Musa Sefer did Reb Dessler write? Very good, Sirli Katie wrote, Mechtav Me'elio. Mechtav Me'elio, a letter from Elio. His name, of course, is Elio Dessler. And he wrote a Sefer, Mechtav Me'elio. Reb Dessler, in his Sefer, he asked the following question. He asked on the Holocaust, he said, I understand the Jewish people had sins and Hashem wanted to punish us. But why did he take away tzaddikim? We lost great gedolim and tzaddikim. That's such a strange punishment. Don't we need more tzaddikim, not less tzaddikim? Why would that be the einish to lose tzaddikim? Very strange. We lost yeshivas. We lost whole systems of yeshivas. Very, very strange. I'm going to talk what Reb Dessler says shortly. This Pasuk in Yeshaya, we serve Hashem by rote. Who do we lose? The very people who are not serving Hashem by rote. The people that are on fire, serving Hashem with passion. We lose them. I mean, we need more of it. What's going on? What is this Einesh? What's happening that we serve Hashem by rote? We lose Sadiqim. What's going on? I want to talk for a few minutes on the importance of tzaddikim. We're right now davening for David ben Shema. All of Klai Yisrael is davening for Reb David Feinstein. Reb David ben Shema. It's an unusual name, his mother's name. It's not Sema, it's Shema. And we're davening for Reb David ben Shema. L'kayim bonu chachme Yisrael. We need tzaddikim. We want tzaddikim. It's very important part of the Ashkafa, the outlook of the Yid. Tzaddikim are huge. We need Tzaddikim. We need Tzaddikim. Tzaddikim are powerful and important. I have a relative who's very sick themselves. They should have Rafua Shlema. It's a relative. When I married into my wife's family, he's not yet from, he's a wonderful person. Really wonderful person who I have developed a very meaningful relationship. It's funny, we have a Bachar from Phoenix, from Scottsdale, Arizona, right now came to Yeshiva this man, Binyamin Brunner. And my aunt and uncle, this, this yeah, it lives in Scottsdale, he lives in the same place. They're wonderful people. When I married into the family, he's an, he's a, he's an intellectual, he's very well read, he's a knowledgeable guy. And he had a tain on the from Yidin. He didn't know tremendous amounts about from Kite, but he had a tain on from Yidin. What was his big kasha? Like I said, he's very well read. He has a lot of knowledge about many areas of, of life. 
And his big Tainan from Yidin is he has it documented that by the Holocaust, there was, the Agoda was busy saving Yidin, but there was special emphasis on Gedolim and Tzadikim. And they put a lot of resources, and this was a big Taina. Aren't all people equal? How did they put all the funds in saving tzaddikim? It wasn't like they didn't care about every other yid, but there was more effort into tzaddikim, into what they called tzaddikim and chachamim. And this angered him, and he has documented proof. He's a well-read gay. This was like a big taina of his, that the Agoda put a lot, that the people involved in rescue work put extra work into saving tzaddikim. It threw him off a lot. Every, now, every person is important, but what's this extra that you put in for tzaddikim? Now, we had many conversations about his question, this thing he was bothered by, and I just wanted him to think about the following thing. I said if a country's in a war, America's in a war, and there are different soldiers that are held captive, and some soldiers held captive are regular soldiers, prisoners of war, and then there are a few that are generals, that are needed in the war effort. Now you understand, if we get the general out, millions of lives will be saved from the general. The general helps in the battle. We need him to fight the war. I told him it wouldn't be controversial at all if they spent more effort getting out the general. Every person's important, but millions of life, millions of lives are hanging on this general getting back to the war. We need him for the war. Nobody would have a cash that doesn't say anything bad about the other person, but the general is needed for the war. So I said, if you can understand, I'm not, I'm not asking you to, to understand this. I'm not asking you to say it's true. But let's say I believe that many lives are dependent on the tzaddik. So you'd understand. So your machlaikas is you just don't think many lives are dependent. You don't know the Pasuk and Mishle, Tzaddik Yisoyed Olam, that a Tzaddik is the foundation of the world, that the world stands on the merits of the Tzaddik. In the Lashen of Chazal, Koyla Olam Kula is Nivra, the whole world's created, Litzavsa Shelzu, to be connected to this person. You don't understand the value of tzaddikim, that they're the foundation of the world. The whole world was, connect, was created to relate to the tzaddik. It says about a tzaddik when he climbs, who misala, he rises, and like Yehuda drew beautifully, there's an elevation to the whole world because of his elevation. His elevation's impactful and causes the world to climb. So you don't, you don't, you don't understand all this, but just understand that we feel this way. So what you're saying, it's crazy they put so much effort. Understand how we view tzaddikim. And an important part of a yeshiva is get learning the ashkafa, the outlooks of the Torah. Tzaddikim are valuable. Amazingly, we have Shemayna Esrei. We have 19 brachas every day, 12 bakashas that turned into 13 when they added of Allah Malshinim, 12 requests that the Nevi'im, the Anshei Knesset Sagdoyla, we ask for daily, the 12 most important things that the Anshei Knesset Sagdoyla said we should ask for daily, and three times a day we daven for tzaddikim, Allah tzaddikim, Allah chasidim. It's a basic attitude to appreciate tzaddikim, to value tzaddikim, the value of a tzaddik. And this is something to study and learn in yeshiva, the value of a tzaddik. It's a basic Jewish hashkafa. 
I asked this summer, every Friday night at the Einig, I had somebody say over a story about a tzaddik. I want to try to continue it during the year as much as we can to give over more stories about tzaddikim, true stories. No fake made-up stories, true stories about tzaddikim. I may ask one of the chevra to say over a story about a tzaddik. To give us a, a maizet tzaddikim, very, very important. It's something I want my kids to know about our leaders, to know about our tzaddikim. Heroes are a very important thing in life, to have heroes, to have people you look up to. It's interesting, guys put posters near their beds of different rock artists. It's easy to be cynical, and they certainly don't necessarily have the right heroes, but that people look for heroes is very important. The topic of having people we aspire to and we look up to is an important topic. We dive in every single day, Tashem, Yemurachamecha. Give your Rachmanis, have mercy on Sadiqim. Very important prayer every single day. Every Monday and Thursday after Kriya Satayra. So the Chazan says like a tongue twister. He gives all these different blessings on behalf of the Tzibur. The, the Chazan gets up and he gives different brachas. One of the things he says, Yiratzayim, should be Hashem's will. Mifnei Avinu in front of our fathers in heaven, please let us have our chachanim, davens for David Feinstein's health. Hain them, nisheim their wives, ubneim their children, ubneiseim their daughters, v'salmideim their students, v'salmidei salmideim their students' students, wherever they may live. One of the brachas that the chazan says, so let us have our chachamim. The value of tzaddikim, the value is a basic value. My father is somebody who is important to him to give his children Torah values. He did not do this as a teaching moment. It's, one of the, it's, it's something in my life that's a huge impact in my life. I don't know at that point in my life if I ever saw my father cry. Just not, today he's a much more emotional person. At that point, I don't know if I'd ever seen my father cry once in my life. I don't know. I can't remember. Today I've seen him many times cry. At that point, I don't know. I never for sure saw him cry like this. One morning in 1986, my father wakes me up and he is bawling like a baby. He's bawling. He woke me up. He was, it was weird. My fa- I, it's, it's a couple of years after 1986. 1986 is a memorable year in a very shallow way. Us, the Mets, won the World Series. So 1986, my father wakes me up and he's bawling. I thought he lost his parents. I wouldn't speak that way. My, my grandparents in Eilam Abad today, so I would talk that way today. If they were alive, I wouldn't speak this way. But I thought he lost his parents. I really thought at that point. My father was bawling like a baby and he wakes me up. What happened? What happened? And I, I never, saw him, never saw him like that in my life. Ramesha Feinstein had passed away. My father was not specifically close to Ramesha. He has a tremendous reverence for Ramesha. Ramesha was the goddle of the G'daylam. And my father was beside himself. He was bawling like a baby, Ramesha's patira. He normally drove me to my elementary school to Davin, and he would go Davin in his high school. That day he said, you're coming with me. And I davened with him in his yeshiva where he taught. After davening, my Rebbe, who was the Rosh Yeshiva of his yeshiva, my Rebbe asked the entire yeshiva to sit on the floor. 
The entire yeshiva sat on the floor. I was a kid watching this. My father, it's, you're talking an hour and a half later, after he woke me up, I, I'll never forget it. Facing the front, he was all the way to the left corner. After davening, an hour and a half later, I, I didn't think he had so many tears in him, he was still bawling like a baby, like bawling, sitting on that corner. I'd never seen him cry like that, as bawling like a baby. My Rebbe tried to speak to the yeshiva. I remember things he said in that speech. He couldn't talk. He was struggling to speak. He couldn't get out words. He was just struggling to speak to try to be, say a eulogy on Rabbi Moshe Feinstein. I learned the value of tzaddikim and the value of gedolim, of great people. And one of the attitudes that we pick up in Yiddishkeit, we study the value of tzaddikim. And it's a very important subject matter, the value and appreciating gedolim and tzaddikim, what they mean, what they mean to the generation. There's an amazing Revel Yulapian where he says on the Pasuk, Hashem says to Moshe in Shemayim, and Hashem says the Jew, the Yidden sin with the Egel, and Hashem says, Leich raid, Moshe Rabbeinu go down from the heavens, Kishiches Amcha, for your nation has corrupted. Go down to the earth! Rev Elulapian says that everybody would have had to die if we didn't have a tzaddik on earth. Hashem said, just get down onto the earth. The earth needs you. Just your mere presence. Leich raid, get to the earth. The tzaddik's here, the world has a kiyum. The world has a kiyum, the tzaddik's here. A tzaddik is valuable to the whole world. A tzaddik provides for the whole world. A basic tenant of Yiddishkeit, a basic belief, is the importance of tzaddikim. Daily we're praying for tzaddikim. We said to him today for David Volkowitz, our friend, and for Reb David Feinstein. It happens to be Reb David Feinstein is a tzaddik that we specifically connect to in this yeshiva. He loves this yeshiva. His grandson learned in this yeshiva and became a tremendous ben in this yeshiva. Rev. David has helped the yeshiva in a time of financial distress. He raised personally a lot of money for the yeshiva. He asked people he was close to to help the yeshiva. He has sent Bachram to learn here. Mm-hmm. I know a family went to Rev. David. Should my son learn here? What should learn here? And they had two yeshivas. He said, neither of them. He should go to Waterbury. He said, Waterbury, I, I heard there's this. He said, trust me, you should go to Waterbury. You'll be a Ben Tyre. So he's somebody who has a connection to our yeshiva, but in general, appreciating Gedolim and Tzaddikim. Now, what a Tzaddik does, what a Tzaddik does is a large sugya, is a big sugya. It's worthy of being studied. I'm not asking you to trust me on it. Just look at prayers. In prayers daily, we daven for tzaddikim. It's rather remarkable for anybody who's sensitive. We daven for refuah, for good health, I hear. We daven for parnasa, I hear. Baruch aleinu, refuahinu. We daven for tshuva, for closeness to Hashem, ashiveinu. We daven for chachma, atachainin. We daven for all our basic essentials, slicha, for forgiveness, we ask for everything. It just makes sense. It's like out of whack. We daven for tzaddikim. Allah tzaddikim. Hashem, we recognize the need for tzaddikim. It's a basic necessity in my life is to have tzaddikim. L'kayim banuchach Yisrael. We have to study what this is. What is this about the tzaddik? That the world needs the tzaddik. The entire world needs the tzaddikim. Allah tzaddikim, Allah chasidim. Al zikneam chobe Yisrael. It's a, a topic that needs to be studied. I want to 
give, I want to share one thing with the Chever right now. It's a broad and complicated topic, this, this, this fascination with Tzadikim. This look to Tzadikim is fascinating. I want to give one point that I want to make today. We say here, we say in this Pasuk in Yeshaya, the Navi told us, the Prophet told us, that if we serve Hashem by rote, we lose Tzadikim. This terrible punishment, we lose Tzadikim. And Chazal say to us that the death of Tzadikim is double the Beis HaMikdash. What's happening here? What's the Beis HaMikdash? What's this Tzadikim is double? So the purpose of the Beis HaMikdash, we are not, when we mourned it in Av, a loss, we are not mourning the loss of a building. The Beis HaMikdash was a place that a Yid learned the realness of Hashem. If your emuna was weak, you went to the Beis HaMikdash and Hashem became more real to you. He became more real as Hashem. There were open miracles in the first Beis HaMikdash. Ten a day you could see with your eyes. Things that were impossible would happen in front of your eyes. There were ten nisim daily. The way the Kayhan and the Beis HaMikdash housed many, many tzaddikim. The Beis HaMikdash housed Many, many great people. I have to pause because a lawyer is somebody who has helped the yeshiva a lot over the years walked in. I want to welcome Dave Rosa. We'll talk about him shortly, but I want to welcome Dave. Welcome home, welcome home. An incredible person. At 4.30, I'm going to tell you about Mr. Rosa. But not, we're going to save that for 4.30. You are perfect timing, Dave. Perfect time. We're going to start the English meeting 4.30, but you belong here always. You're somebody who's a loyal friend of the yeshiva for years. Mr. Rose has taught here, started our basketball program, arranged many things for us. So thank you for being here, Dave. Thank you. I'm going to tell you about him later. Good personal, good friends. I'm going to talk about Dave later on. But back to this, Rabbi Say. The Beis HaMikdash was a place that a Yid walked in there and he felt Hashem's presence in his life. He felt the capacity to connect to Hashem. People think Amunah's belief in a creator, the whole world believes in a creator, everybody knows there's a creator. Any intelligent, the entire world, everybody believes. It's hard to, I laugh, I once asked the Bach and the Dur, I'm like, we wear tzitzis, are we weird that we believe tzitzis? The, whole, the Bible's the best-selling book in the world. Everybody knows of Hashem's existence. Everybody knows about the Torah. The whole, most of the world, the Jews are the last one. The most people who struggle is because it puts chiyuvim on us. Everybody believes in tzitzis. It's in the Torah. The world believes in the Torah. The world believes in Hashem. That's like, that's, that's Pashat. That's a Dvarim Shutim. Emunah, much more than belief in Hashem, is the belief that we can be close to Hashem. That I can have a relationship. He wants a relationship to me. That's, that's, that's like tif, tif, emunah. I am capable of being, and Hashem wants to be close to me. You know, as long as we have a Rebbe and we like tempted for a relationship, and you wonder, does he want a relationship? He might say it, do we believe it? That he wants a relationship with me. This is Hashem, that he wants, and I am capable of being in a relationship with Hashem. That he wants one with me, and I'm capable of being in a relationship with Hashem. That's a mind-blowing thought. That's a mind-blowing thought. 
I am capable of being in a relationship to Hashem, me. I want to sit next to me, Daniel, I'm going to tell you something deep before you leave. I want to tell you something deep. I'm going to pause. I'm going to tell Daniel something deep, but then we're going to get back to this, Yonatan. This might be, this will be the deepest thing you heard in a few hours. Listen to this, Yonatan. Get ready for this. Daniel, and if, how old are you, Daniel? I'm 17. 17. So a couple of years, two, three years, going to be looking for a mate, for a wife. And they're looking for a wife, Danielle. How are you going to know you're going to go on dates? How do you know if this young lady is good for you? I'm going to tell you shallow, Chaim. I tell the 10th grader something shallow, and some of you I've told. I'm going to explain it to you much deeper today. Please bear with me. How do you know if this young lady is good for you? You're dating her. I don't know. She seems nice, this, that. You're attracted, wonderful. How do you know she's your mate? So one of the ways of telling is something called silent compatibility. Say the words, Daniel. Silent compatibility. 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 Now, I'm going to explain it shallow, Yehuda, and then we're going to get deep. The shallow understanding, Daniel, if you're in the car with somebody you're close, and it's completely quiet, it's no problem. If a healthy guy's driving with his wife, and it's quiet, and once in a while you'd say something to each other, and it's quiet, you're comfortable when it's silent. It's called silent compatibility. If you're not close to somebody and it's quiet, what does it feel like? Okay. Say something that's like a tension in the air. If you get a ride with somebody, you're like, first you make things up. Oh, so about the weather, Corona's like a good, you just, you gotta talk like something. Something's gotta be said. You will know the young lady's good for you when you have silent compatibility. It's quiet and we're comfortable. Now that's very shallow. I'm going to tell you something much deeper. That that's, makes sense. That's one of the simanim that the young lady's good for you. If you're on a date and it's quiet and you're both comfortable, it's a very healthy sign. But I want to explain it much deeper. Well, please bear with me. Tzvi, by hands, by hands. Who here has met somebody in their life who was clingy and wanted a friend a lot and was so wanted a friend they're incapable of having a friend. The Hainu. Like you know to be their friend, you have to like sell your soul. They want too much from you and what you, they overwhelm you. So you run away from such a person. All of us, we just, that, that's too much. Who here can visualize such a person overly clingy to the point that you just, they want a friend too much, they can't have it. By hands, who can relate to such a person? Okay. So, you've, so clearly this Hebra has seen such a thing. Right, Sveik? Can I explain the person deeply? Listen to this. I want to explain that person. Yonatan, I want to explain it to you. There's tools of friendship and there's friendship, Yonatan. A conversation is a tool of friendship. Physicality, a handshake, a hug is a tool of friendship. By a lady, the physical are tools of friendship. The tools of friendship are to create friendship. Friendship is two people that are secure and comfortable in their love of each other. It doesn't need to be proven. They still like the tools of friendship, but they're not addicted to the tools of friendship. They want friendship. All of us crave connection, relationship, friendship. The tools are wonderful. The tools help create friendship. The guy who's overly clingy does not feel lovable does not feel he's capable of relationship. He's not good enough. It's usually low esteem. As such, he's addicted to tools of friendship because he doesn't feel he can ever get to friendship. 
People who are Asperger's tend often, often, not always, until they learn relationship, they get overly physically, overly physical with girls or in any other way because the, nothing in the world duplicates friendship. You're going to learn when you go, when you get, as you get older, we're not going to speak in detail. In marriage, isn't it interesting in a tire marriage, two weeks they can touch, and two weeks, about a month, they can't touch husband and wife. Now, to the guy, the secular person is to keep the physical exciting or something stupid like that, they think. And it's no shaykhis, none. It's because relationship can never get to, the tools are tools of relationship. What you're striving for is the connection. People who don't have connection get addicted to tools of connection. And by the way, they're never satisfied. They're never satisfied, never. There's a cryptic Gemara in Sukkah that says there's a limb on the body. If you over-satisfy it, you are always hungry. If you over-satisfy this limb, you are never satisfied. That's called the aver of, of taiva. Now, what is that? Very simply, it's a tool of relationship. It's not relationship. If you are addicted to the tools of relationship and not capable of the delight, of the eternal delight of relationship, I'm close to somebody, you will always be unsatisfied. Because the tool is not what we're striving for. We want relationship. The guy who's overly clingy and wants a friend does not usually understand how to accept love and to feel loved and to feel the relationship. The depth of silent compatibility is it means I'm secure in the relationship. We sit there quietly and just like each other. And I'm secure that the person likes me and they're secure, I like them. We don't have to go to a tool of relationship. The talking is, we're here, we have a sense we're supposed to connect to human beings. Let's do a tool, let's talk, let's this, let's that. It's the analogy of two people that always need to be physical because they can't, they just are addicted to the tools of relationship, not to relationship. That's That's the oymet. That's silent compatibility. That's the depth of silent compatibility. Now what it needs, that's like the oymek of silent compatibility. You hear Yehuda? Make sense? That's the depth of silent compatibility. What you need for silent compatibility is the awareness that the other person wants a relationship with you. You're capable of being in this relationship. You have to believe in yourself. They could love you to death and want a relationship. You like, don't even believe it, don't understand it. When you understand it and believe it. By the way, ironically, there are guys in yeshiva you could talk to less and be closer. Another guy you're talking to more and not be close. It's not dependent. Now, we all like tools of relationship. I need it. A good conversation is wonderful. But when we're secure and comfortable, sometimes you can use less tools, but you feel close. The goal is, of course, and we need the tools and celebrate the tools, but we have relationship. Very, very important concept. Very important concept. Important for all of us to know in our life this this idea is very, very important for all of us to know in our life. Now, Tzaddik and Rabbi say, one of the great values of a Tzaddik is he shows us that a relationship Tashem is The Beis HaMikdash taught us that a relationship Tashem, Shom Navod Chabihira, a Beis HaMikdash taught us you experience the relationship Tashem. There was something about that building. Hashem is everywhere in the world. 
in the base. What does it mean? Hashem's in the base. He's everywhere. What it means is, is we can experience it more. Something about it, we don't have it. I can relate to it because the house of tzaddikim. When I was around Reb Chaim Brim, I felt Hashem real. I have friends. I have friends. As a Bachir's father is a friend of mine. When I'm around him, I feel the awareness of Hashem because he lives with a connection to Hashem. The Beis Hamikdash was a place you experienced a connection to Hashem is possible. It's a mind-boggling thing. We are way past when we speak about Amuna. We are not talking about there's a creator. You're an idiot if you don't think there's a creator. If you dream that this cup made itself, you are crazy. Because it's a ba- every intelligent person sees this cup. I don't know what... There's seven billion people on earth. I don't know one person who would say the cup makes itself. There's a, I'm not talking about the nature of the creator. I see a cup, it was created. I see a world as a creator. Our emunah is way past that. We believe that the Creator loves me and I can be returned, I can in turn return the love. I can have a personal relationship. That's mind-blowing. I can have a personal connection. The Beis HaMikdash told us and we experience connection to Hashem. Sham Navodcha it's called Yer HaShemayim. Yer HaShemayim means awareness of Hashem. The Beis HaMikdash was a mitzayos of Yer HaShemayim. Es Mikdashi Tira'u. Yira, an awareness of Hashem. A human being is capable of being close to Hashem. He loves us. He wants a relationship. It says that Hashem has a taiva. You know, a few times Chazal say, it's Hashem is mis'ave. He has a taiva l'tfilas in shel tzadikim. Hashem has a taiva for the communication of tzadikim. Tzadikim show us that a relationship to Hashem is possible. It's double the Beis HaMikdash. Whatever the Beis HaMikdash taught us, and it taught us the relationship that Hashem is here, you experienced His presence amongst us, you felt it. You felt the ability to connect to Hashem. But tzaddik is double that. Tzaddikim teach the masses that a relationship to Hashem is Why do we lose tzaddikim if people are serving by rote? By rote, going through the emotions is nothing's real. Hashem, it's not reachable. I can't connect. I can, I go, it's not alive. It's not something that's alive. That's something that's... It's just, it's going to, it's missing the panemius, the inner, the feelings, the connection, the relationship. If we serve Hashem by rope, we lose tzaddikim. It's not just the punishment. I'll tell you like this. Tzaddikim can either, their connection to Hashem can inspire us that we are shaykh to connect to Hashem. I see a human being who's connected. A connection, kirvis Hashem is shaykh, and then I can pursue it myself. The other way of using tzaddikim is their tzaddikim. I can't. He's from the tzaddik club. If we serve Hashem by rote, and we see that tzaddikim, like they do the tzaddik thing, but I am not shayich, that defies the purpose we lose tzaddikim. By the way, what happens when we lose tzaddikim? Now we don't have those people to lean on. We have to go through the process of connecting to Hashem. And we see the process of getting close to Hashem. The tzaddik is meant to inspire everybody that kirvis Hashem is shayich. They're so important, double the Beis HaMikdash. They teach us and inspire us that kirvis Hashem is shayich. 
that Hashem wants a relationship to us, and we are capable of having a relationship. It takes a lot to understand that. Most people don't believe that, don't, that's, that's a lot. I'm not worthy, shame, a lot of our generation that feel shamed, they have a sense, I'm not worthy of relationship, I'm not shaykh, that Hashem wants me, wants my prayers, wants my mitzvahs, I am important in Hashem's world, and I'm capable of a relationship, me and Hashem is a mind-boggling idea. That concept is brought to us live by tzaddikim. When we serve Hashem by rote, and we're not inspired for the tzaddik service that I am shaykh to a relationship, and I lose the whole meaning of my service, so then we lose tzaddikim. They're taken away, they're not serving their purpose. At that point, our own, we have to do our own process in a different way. This point, Rabbi Isai, of what tzaddikim are, certainly it's important what tzaddikim, but this point that tzaddikim inspire us, that it's possible, what they show us, a human being who connected, who overcame. People see in tzaddikim somebody, this perfect person, or somebody who's you and I who overcame. I was at a family funeral, and the rabbi like, was saying tillim, and he translated the tillim into English, into very archaic English, thou shall not want. I was very frustrated, upset, because the crowd wasn't religious, and it said to the crowd that tzaddikim, like, do, the rabbi does his rabbi thing. I don't even like in yeshiva, you're not allowed to say rabbi, I'd rather you call me Dan, Daniel, Danny, whatever you want, dish. Rabbi's like a curse word, there are rabbis, and there are no rabbis here, there are, no, there are no rabbis in this place. A rabbi's like a rabbi, I'm no, I know, I know smich, I'm not a rabbi, it's not true, in any which way, I'm not rabbi, Dan, Mr. Dan Kalish. I want to say Mr., Sir, whatever you want. There's no rabbis here. Rebbe means that I chose somebody to be a Rebbe. It's a personal decision. Nobody could stop you from calling anybody in the world Rebbe. Rabbi, it could stop you. I'm not a rabbi. Stop lying. A rabbi is a club. Now here we're talking about tzaddikim. Tzaddikim is not a separate club. It's you and me, and it means it's possible to be close to Hashem. That's what tzaddikim announced to the world. That a person like you and I, with struggles, with challenges... A person, we watch, it's interesting, when we're in yeshiva, you watch and the other guy flips out and we sit there for years, why can't it happen to me? Why can't it happen to me? The other guy flips out, why can't? We, who we are, are shayich with our temptations, with our thoughts. Who we are, we are shayich to connect to Hashem. It's a remarkable chiddush. It's worth it to join this yeshiva, to hear this chiddush. Who you are, who I am, who he is, with your inner thoughts, our crazy inner thoughts, our crazy desires, our crazy temptations, our, all, my whole inner world, with all that it contains, is very, very shy to a relationship to Hashem. To be a fiery, passionate, wonderful yid, who I am, all my sports teams I like, with all the things I seem to be into. Yet that person with all the makeup, Hashem wants me, and I'm shaykh to bond with Hashem. The one who teaches us that is Sadiqim. Because they are me. They are me. With my wants, with my when we put Sadiqim that there's something different. So he's the tzaddik club. Then, so then we serve Hashem by rote. We go through the motions. Not me, I can't connect. 
then we lose tzaddikim. We lost the purpose of tzaddikim. Tzaddikim are valuable. We pray for them. We need them. They are our inspiration that a guy like me and you can connect to Hashem. Who we are. People call the Rebbe, my Rebbe's a genius. You want to irk me. My Rebbe's a genius. a genius. I know your Rebbe. He was stupid when we were both young. <laughs> I'm sorry to talk so much. Like people tell them, my Rebbe's a genius. I get his name. He's not. I learned with him. The guy is below average intelligence. It's a mistake that we make Rebbe as a genius because we want to make him part of a different club. He's not me. He's not me. He's part of a certain genius club. No, he's you. He's me. My heroes of Rebbeim, I have, I have a collection of five heroes. To join my hero club that I have, heroes that I look up to, I have to feel they're me and they've conquered. There are tzaddikim and gedon that I just don't connect. They may have been raised at certain periods of their life, certain places I can't connect. I don't feel they're me. But if there's a godl who, he was a Met fan for heaven's sake. He couldn't, he loved baseball like crazy. And he connected to Hashem and he found something and he fought through. That's a hero. That's a tzaddik to me that says something to me. That's a tzaddik that moves me not to serve by rote. Not to go through the motions, not to just be superficial. I can connect and relate and get somewhere. That is the power of tzaddikim. We need tzaddikim. We need tzaddikim in our lives. The world needs tzaddikim. Tzaddikim are a lighthouse to the whole world and have a message to us all. A profound, profound message that a guy like you and I can connect to Hashem. The danger of making a tzaddik that he had no challenges, you actually killed tzaddikim. Doing that, you cause us to lose tzaddikim. Saying a tzaddik had no challenges, saying a tzaddik's like from the tzaddik club, you're going to kill him. Please don't talk to me. I want to keep them. We need them. <laughs> we pray for them. You're just trying to kill them. They have challenges. They're you and I. Now, some I can't see it. I can't relate to it. I have heroes of tzaddikim that I can sense and see. They're me and you. And they climb. Those are my heroes. Those are people you hold on to. And you take that inspiration. You and I are shaykh to it. Very, very important. There was a guy in yeshiva today, he's a Rebbe in Eretz Yisrael, who was a huge masmid. And Bachram used to say, you're a machine. He got very upset when everybody called him a machine. Because that's part of, like, that's rabbi. That's your part of a different club. There's, not a, there's no rabbis here. It's just you and I. <laughs> there ain't no rabbis. It's very convenient to have a rabbi. Oh, you're a part of the rabbi club. You're a genius. He's not a genius. He's like you and I, and he worked hard. <laughs> It's a very, you're a machine is you're made out of something. No, I'm not me, I'm you. I just really invested into something. It's not a machine, he was telling us. I'm just you, I worked hard. Something was important to me. And I worked hard and I got it. But Sadik is not a machine, he's not even a rabbi. Nice try. He's not a rabbi, he's just you. It's just you, just you. In the secular world, they want teachers and mentors to play a role of a mentor. I only hire Rebbeim if they have the security to complete, I see it in body language. I watch Rai Shapiro I can't take my eyes off him. He's just him. There's no, there's no, there's no, oh, I'm, he never called himself, I'm Rabbi Shapiro. He's not, he's Eli Shapiro. Now you better, you call, I see you better. You either call him Eli Shapiro. If you decide to say Rebbe, he's fortunate that you chose him to be a Rebbe. There ain't no rabbis here. There's a person, there's you, who very, who he is, he's very secure who he is, and he's trying to get close to Hashem. 
and in his journey inspires me in my journey. In his journey. I don't want somebody playing a role. Playing. Rabbi, so... No role playing. I want somebody who I identify a human being who's close to Hashem, a tzaddik, and in his in, and in seeing him become close and overcome, I also am inspired that I can overcome, and I'm proven in front of me. I have a base amigdash, double a base amigdash, a walking base amigdash of somebody who shows me that kirvas Hashem is shayich in my world. I want everybody to know that Kirvas Hashem, Avoidus Hashem, is Shaykh, is possible. That's what I want us to know. There's a song that we sing a lot. Ani, and as far as I'm concerned, Kirvas Elohim Li Toiv. Closeness to Hashem is good by me. It's a very important song. Toiv. It's good by me. I crave Kirvas Hashem. That we're Shaykh to closeness to Hashem is a wild Chiddush. Me, me, me. Well, you know what goes on in me? I'm Shaykh the Kirvis. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. With all my funny ones, all my funny thoughts, all my thing. I need Kirvis Elikim Litaib. Very important song. I'm going to ask Aryeh, Chaim, and Shlema if they can sing us Kirvis Elikim Litaib, and then we'll all sing it. Go one time through the song, twice the low part, twice the high part. Then Aryeh, you'll sing the Shlema and Chaim? Are you, you can sit right next to me. You can sit you, right, right there. Perfect. You're next to each other. already. Let you guys sing it and then we'll join in the second time. Da da